Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. The number one podcast for IVF in the IVF category, subcategory, Los Angeles, triple subcategory, that feature, Matt and Dory, were number one. Uh, and quadruple subcategory uh, with dogs named Bo. Yeah. Yep. We're number we're one. actually number two in that one. Oh, no. Yeah. Who's number one? Some other podcast about what? sperm and stuff. Yeah. By Matt and Dory? Yeah. Just different Matt and Dory. Oh, who also man. have a dog named Bo. Well, how can we beat them? I don't know. We just got to drill down in these, uh, whatchamacallems. What do you call them? Analytics? There you go. Oh, oh, you know what? Let me take that down a little bit. Mm. He's lowering his desk, everyone. Also, he's using my old nursing stool as a footrest now. Yep. How's it working out for you? I'm (laughs) upcycling. How's it working? So far, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, I'd like something like this. Just like a big ass footstool. Mm. Desk sized. 
<laughs> a dust size footstool. Yep. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can find one for you. No, we Maybe. have enough stuff. I've I'll, upcycled. Thank I'll, you. I'll ask the other Matt and Dory. Thank you. Right into their podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, even our landlord told us we had too much stuff. <laughs> I felt good. <laughs> uh, when did he say that to you? Like, when was he looking at the shed? What was he doing? Yeah, we were looking. I was, I was in here. I was building something. And he was like, "You have too much stuff." I was like, you guys have too much stuff. I was like, "Yeah, I know." Now imagine twelve hundred square feet. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Oh boy. So we're getting there. We're getting there, everyone. I mean, really, we have like two rooms that don't really have anything in them. The Henry's playroom and the office yeah. really doesn't have a bunch of stuff in it. The office has stuff in it. Yeah, but like if we get those boxes unpacked and shelved, then there's nothing in the, the entire, essentially, the entire middle of the room is empty. Right. Well, what would you put in the middle of a room? Nothing. I'm just saying we don't, it just looks like we have more stuff than we do right now. Oh, I see. Right. You know, <laughs> and just tell, I'm just, you think I'm trying to get you to let me fill the room? I don't know. I, I didn't know what your end game with that statement was. So. Oh, my end game is to get rid of stuff. I don't want stuff. I'm tired of stuff. And yet every day, like four things from Amazon show up on our doorstep. But what are they? You know, their stuff. The things that showed up were helped to help me deal with the stuff. Mm. Shelving. I mean, that's why the container store is such a success. It's like buy more stuff for your stuff. Yeah, I'd love to know why Bo is barking right now. Do you want me to go check? I mean, it's just like we have. Why is he outside? That's my question. We have a person here with our baby. And Bo decides, I don't want to be in the house. I want to be outside. Bo decides, I'm going to be an annoying baby. I'm going to figure out how to annoy everyone in the most annoying way possible. Ugh. Bobo. He's a real dog. Whatever. Anyway. <sighs> Update blank the business. Here we go. Yeah. Do we have any updates? I don't know. You're the one who. You're uh, the one who uh, who updates life. You get to you 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 see you see Henry. You live a life. I see Henry. I live a life. You you, you could update them on things that I can't. Mm, I see. I see. Henry had a play date. There's an update. Yep. First play date. First yeah. like real play date. Yeah, at our house. Yeah. Which was nice. It was nice to be able to be like, have, be able to have people come over. Come over here. We have an empty room. Yeah. With some toys in it. Yeah. Too much stuff. How dare you. <laughs> oh, Ray. what I was going to say about that is that, you know, the closets in the playroom and in Henry's are room are basically empty. I know. So, you know, that's a I'd lot of. I'd love to be able to throw some of this stuff in there. Go ahead. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> well, I was going to put the suitcases in there. Sure, that'd be a thing. I could fill the suitcases with Christmas decorations. That seems like a good idea. Did you ever get the tree? No. Oh, we got to do that. I know. Okay. I have no like real visions of that place getting rented anytime soon. So. Okay. Just using it as extra storage. <laughs> what if they're like, someone's going to move in tomorrow? 
I would gladly let them keep the tree. <gasps> How they, dare you? If they moved you? in tomorrow and cause us to not have to pay any more rent. Deal. <sighs> um, yeah, so Henry had a play date. It was fun. Um, and... He seems to be, he seems happy. What can I say? He's a happy little dude. He's very mischievous. Yeah. He likes to, you know, touch things. You know, I was, my all right, my parents are coming at the end of the month to take care of Henry while we go away. And I was saying to my mom, I was like, you know, changing his diaper is really hard now. You probably need like two people. And she was like, oh, I just sing to him. And I was sort of like, whatever. And then I was like, I guess I'll just try singing the wheels on the bus to him. And he like loves it. And it totally calms him down. Does he, did he, did he not make a run for it while you were singing? No. He just gets this like big smile on his face. He's like, oh, my favorite song. Mom's singing it. Oh, there you go. And I can usually get through at least like three or four verses and get his diaper off, get him wiped get the other diaper sort of on before he's like, wait a second. Sort of on. That's the key. And then he like flips over and goes for the humidifier. Yeah. But it definitely keeps him calm long enough where I can like wipe his butt. I changed him this morning. Major. And it just was like, oh, look who's here. (laughs) I think you all know what that sound means. Oh, and he's going to come right over to us. Probably try to get in the way of some some cabling oh. oh good thanks Bo Bo look I love you very much you're my favorite dog on the planet you know what Bo I think I'm going to take you inside the house well isn't that where he came from yeah and I don't know how he got out because I didn't leave the door open well I think that that's, he knows how to open doors now this BRB. wouldn't be surprising alright so Bo's heading back in the house but I gotta be honest with you I don't know how long that's going to last We have, Holly has come over to watch Henry while we podcast. She comes over on Sundays for two hours, three hours, something like three to six. Yes, three hours. And that is our time to record the podcast, record the ads, and uh, then I try to get this thing uploaded. Meantime, we don't have DirecTV anymore. Are you sure the front door is not open? You're saying like it. You're, you're nodding like I'm pretty it. sure he just followed me out and I didn't notice. Okay. Well, anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So we don't have direct TV here. We can't put a satellite dish on the roof. So Dory wanted to watch the Oscars, so we signed up for um, YouTube. YouTube TV. So we'll see how that goes, everybody. Is that what we watched Indebted on? That is what I watched Indebted on. Yeah. It seemed fine. What wouldn't be fine about it? I don't know. It's just TV. I don't need... You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the kind of guy who likes to not have TV unless he has it and then he needs all the channels but doesn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're that guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, then why don't we just get cable? I'm the guy all companies bank on. Yes, because... Guy who will sign up for something and never remember and then... Never cancel it. Except you're married to someone who does remember, who then harasses you to cancel it. Yes. But she cancels it for me. Or she's supposed to. That was part of the deal. I canceled a lot of things for you. Right now? 
Not right the second, but there were some things I canceled for you. I don't even know what they are. Isn't that amazing? Exactly. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyway, we finally cut the cord. We haven't. We still, we have DirecTV still. We got to cancel that. How do we cancel that? Well, right now my AT&T account, I can't log into it. Oh my God. It's been hacked. What? Yeah. Your AT&T account was hacked? Yeah, they sent me something about it. And I was like, oh, this seems like something I can't deal with in the parking lot in Long Beach. Oh, jeez. So wait, you can't even log into DirecTV? I don't know. Try it. Dory's logging into DirecTV, everybody. Let's see if that worked. Hang on. They're signing you in. It worked. What is that exclamation point? Your credit card has expired. Oh. Um, okay. Can I cancel online or do I have to? I don't know. This is not the place for that. <laughs> this is this is the thing. Whenever we discuss something, we're always doing something. I know. We're always doing podcasts. Well, yes. And then... Or I'm working. Or then I get home and I do a podcast afterwards, which is, you know, it is how you live life sometimes. Yep. It is how Matt Myra lives his life. Um... But let's see, what else has happened here? Yeah, I'm trying to make some headway in this garage You've area. You've made a lot of headway, I got to say. It looks great. Well, I can make a lot more headway if I go get the uh, the um, tool, tool chest thing. Oh. I can hide all of that stuff in there. I found out how we cancel DirecTV. You just click the button. No, you have to call. Classic them. I'm going to call as soon as we finish this podcast. They're going to be like, well, you know, we could get you blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be like, look, talk to our landlord. (laughs) We're not allowed. We're not allowed. It's not our problem. We've cut the cord. And we've cut the cord. We're cord cutters. We did pay for extremely fast internet, though. Which has been great. Yeah, I love it. It's very good at uploading podcasts and downloading things. Also, I will say Spectrum, formerly Time Warner Cable, was historically the worst company to deal with. And like making an appointment with them was so annoying. And they gave you like a nine hour window and then would like show up at the end. Mm hmm. And they seem to have like figured something out because now they give you a one hour window and the guy called me that day and was like, Hey, like I can come early if you want. And I was like, sure, I'm home. And he just like showed up, did the thing. He was like fast, good. It works. Yeah. I was like, Oh, all right. They're like trying to give me free Wi-Fi. I was like, I don't need it. Oh, like, yeah. Like a router. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need it, but you paid for it. it came with it. I was like, I know, but I don't need it. It's like just the package had that. You're like, well, can uh, you, let me talk to this guy. Yeah, they were very confused by that. Does it have, can you do gigabit? And I'm like, yeah. Like, well, you got to make sure. And I looked it up and I'm like, this thing does three, this thing will go up to 3.2 gigabits a second. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice to have good internet, I will say. Um, Yeah, I think that fast internet just the way that life is digitally lived at this point with streaming, et cetera. Yeah, especially when you've cut the cord, which we have. Not cut the cord. We Not are still, the there's cord. three, I have three DirecTV receivers sitting on the table next to the door. 
do we have do they have to like come take the dish how does that work <laughs> i don't know this they, is the first time i've ever had direct tv they can go get it i've never had direct tv either how do we end up with direct tv we were in the weird no man's zone where we couldn't get time warner because it wasn't zoned or something like that remember no we could get time well, warner the house it was, was that, like zoned for something wrong it was good. the I thought it was the internet that we could only get Spectrum for. I thought you wanted DirecTV because you wanted all those sports channels. Well, I did, and I did, you you know. It's probably the thing I watched most on television was Red Sox games. For sure. So, whatever. All right, well, I'm glad everyone is up on our television. Look, have you cut the cord at home? Was it a good decision? Was it a bad decision? Tell us in the comments. Be sure to hit that like button. Well, I was thinking like, okay, now we're going to have to get HBO Go. And I'll probably want to get Showtime. Oh, that's like that's they're they're like ten bucks each a month. I know, which just kicks it up to we're now seventy dollars for I know. television. I know, but we were paying over two hundred dollars. But we also had every sports channel on the planet Earth. Okay, which was a delight. So get cable. We can't get Directv here. Our I options know, but are like cable. I can't get cable. I can't get all the sports channels. Right. So either we get so cable. There's no point. Or we don't get cable. Did we make the wrong decision with YouTube TV? Should we have gone with something else? Should we have just gotten cable? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you think about it. It's like Prime, CBS All Access, uh, Netflix. Hulu. Hulu. Disney Plus. uh, YouTube TV. YouTube Premium. That's like probably $900 right there. And then we're going to have to get whatever HBO Max thing is coming Why? out. Because that's going to... I don't watch anything on HBO. I do. I hardly ever have. Okay, well, I do. I watch premium cable. But I don't. Okay. So... Well, I don't watch YouTube. But I do. Okay, there you go. Literally all the time. I know. It's all I watch. It's all you watch. I need to digest everything in 10 and a half to 35 minute segments. Ten and a half to thirty-five. Minutes well, ten seconds. minutes gets you the ad. You can do ads on it. If oh, it's 10 minutes, I see. You can get I the see. ad revenue. So a lot of YouTube videos are like 10, 12, 10 minutes to twelve seconds. Oh, interesting. Something. That is very interesting. Yeah, and then like the longer form stuff, I like a lot. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Are you a YouTube? Answer us. What? <laughs> uh, have you watched TikTok at all? No, hmm. never. Okay. I haven't downloaded it. I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> it's pretty interesting generalization. <laughs> well, it's like... I mean, I didn't like Vine. It's... I mean, on TikTok, you can go up to a minute, but it's still pretty short. Well, that's interesting. You can do either 15 seconds or a minute. You can make some fun videos, you know, at work. Yeah. But I won't. Therefore... There's also this, like, weird thing now where... All these like TikTok stars who are like teenagers or in their early 20s do TikToks with their parents and their parents have become famous. And then I look up their parents and I'm like older than their parents. Yeah. How does that feel? Weird. Well, you're old. I know. It's weird. And all these people like kids when they were like 20, 21. We probably lived in the, you know, part of the country where that was the thing to do. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. It's like I could, I don't know. It's weird. That's in conclusion. It's weird. You could be a grandmother. 
Oh, totally. You should be. Why aren't you a grandmother? Because I didn't meet you till I was 36. Yeah. Well, Henry, go meet a lady. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, whatever. Gross. Um, all right. We'll be right back, everybody. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it, we do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like, you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody, we're back. Hey. Dory said we're ready, followed by, oh, shit, what has happened? <laughs> You know, I'm trying to turn off my notifications. Scroll up. It doesn't let me. With the with the with the trackpad, scroll up. Down. What are you doing? Do you have an inverted scroll on? I I don't know. 
it's just it's like weird. <sighs> oh, Dory, come on, it's right there. Oh, there it is. How'd you do that? I scrolled with two fingers. <sighs> okay. Two right. finger scrolling. It's okay. been a thing for like twelve years. Whatever. Where have you been? I don't know. I've been at BuzzFeed. Sorry. What? That's not how I talk. <laughs> I'm Dory. I buzz. <laughs> buzz. I buzz. I buzz. Cool. <laughs> Lol. Win. OMG. WTF. <laughs> Fail. Okay. Um, quickly, the business. We still appreciate if you leave Apple Podcast reviews and ratings. We do. We really like it. Um, so if you know if you're so inclined, helps us become the number one IVF podcast hosted by Matt and Dory that also have a dog, but not the dog named Bo because that's there's someone because we're number two in that category. Yeah. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com/group/excellentadventure. Um, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com/excellentadventure, and you can get up to two bonus episodes per month. Our Twitter is at excellent pod and our email is Dory and Matt at gmail.com or Matt and Dory at gmail.com. They both go to the same place. And mm-hmm. our phone number is four one three four six one. One baby. Baby. Okay. We have our first email. Have you guys checked out Indebted yet? NBC's newest show. With Fran Drescher. Ugh. Guys, there's a fish poster in it. Let me know if you can find it. <laughs> Right into the show. Is that an Easter egg for you? I don't know. I, 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 I've never. Dan has. I've never talked to. Like the Eve Six poster was very Dan, and then like the fish poster is like I don't ever remember Dan, and I ever talking about fish. Anyway, hmm. Fran's back. She's funny. She's good. Yeah, it's good. Enjoyable show. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let me just tell you guys. In the pilot script, there was about a. Two and a half more pages of Handmaid's Tale jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. All right. What's next? Okay. What's first? I guess I should say. Uh, this this email is from B. Like B. Arthur. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. I read it. Oh. Um, and she says, I'm following up for my sleep schedule question that you all answered on episode 239. Yeah. Well, that was a while ago. Thank you for taking the time to address my schedule so thoroughly back in August. You said to keep you posted on sleep updates after my science baby was born. So updating I am. Like it. Let's hear it. My husband and I implemented many similar sleep strategies, as you mentioned in the podcast. Our 22-day-old baby boy named Bodie Dane Dupree B-D-D. has been in his own crib since night one at our home. Yeah. For the first couple of weeks, I slept in his room. Mm-hmm. Now he is in his room by himself. He wakes a couple times a night, but overall, so far, so good. We were even able to maintain a sleep schedule during the Super Bowl this past Sunday, at which time my beloved <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs won for the first time in 50 years. Congratulations, you guys. I also wanted to let you know that I did not do a ton of research about baby sleep habits slash routines slash schedules. And for that reason, I greatly appreciated you walking through the steps you took with Henry. Since our son's birth, I've read the book Cherish the First Six Weeks by Helen Moon. It details a reasonable sleep schedule from the very first night, as well as positive habits that can be built into the baby's day-to-day rhythm. It was an easy and good read, and I wanted to recommend it to other listeners. Keep up the stellar work on this podcast. It continues to be the highlight of my Monday morning. Cheers, B, in 2,300 square feet in Tulsa, mm. with a husband, science baby, and sweet lab slash German shepherd mix named Bear Dog. 
I like a dog that's just named Bear Dog. Yeah, same. Um, I think only waking up a couple times a night when when you have a twenty two day old baby, that's impressive. You've done good work. I like that your baby has never slept in your room. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you are very welcome for that advice. Congrats on the, cha- the Chiefs. Yeah, congrats on the B, Chiefs. B, way to go. You're having a good you're having a good good week here. That's why B's having the best week ever. VH1. Oh. Sure. Remember that show? I do remember that Me show. Me too. Um, okay. This is from Nicole. The subject of this email was get this in all caps. Okay, I'm listening. You guys, remember me in the 900 square foot condo in the Bay Area? I remember you were very much uh, feeling our plight in renting again. Well, I was so tickled to hear you read my email that I played it for my husband. At first, he was all, cool, hun. What is this podcast even about? We don't know. But a little while later, he asked if he should go see a house that I had already seen and loved earlier in the week. I set it up immediately, gave the four-year-old some talking points about the big backyard and how he could get his own water from the indoor dispenser in the fridge and sent them on their way while the little guy napped. Alone time in my own place and the potential of sweet new digs? Don't mind if I do. And guess what? He loved it. And we put in an application right away, but I knew that they had rejected several other applications. So I tried not to get my hopes up too high. A few days and several questions from the owner later, we got the house. What? The lease what? starts. This application process like that you're they're rejecting people. San Francisco. Is it competitive renting? Yeah. What does that mean? It means. Do you have uh, to pay more than the asked rent? I don't know. It means the landlords can be choosy. Interesting. The lease starts March 1st, so I need to hire movers like yesterday. How does a person even pack ahead of time with so little space? You don't. You just pay someone else to do it. Anyway, you are the wind beneath my wings. Thank you both for the assist. I don't think it would have happened without you. Love, Nicole. Soon to be in four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, and 2,160 square feet. Twirling sound of music style and kicking my boys outside to play until dinner time. I feel like you owe us at least 200 square feet of that. Agree. That we can store stuff in. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll drive up. You owe us a shed. You owe us us one shed. (laughs) Your finest shed, please. Wow, that's amazing. Honey, we're changing lives. Well, we're changing lives and making the world a more rent-friendly place. <laughs> Something like that. We are we are in big landlord's pocket here. You are. We are. Speak for yourself. All landlords pay us to talk about how great <laughs> renting is. Um, Nicole, that is really exciting news, and I'm very happy for you guys. That's a huge change. That is a huge change. Going from 900 square feet a 900-square-foot apartment to a almost 2,200-square-foot house with four bedrooms and two-and-a-half bathrooms. And amazing. What sounds like outdoor space. Where is this magical place? Sounds amazing. Oakland? Did she say last time? I forget. Did she? I thought she said... talking about last... Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I guess she wouldn't have talked about this place. She just saw it. Yeah. Well, good on you. That's amazing. And an, an indoor dispenser of water. What what more could you ask for? Okay. An outdoor one, too. <laughs> um, this email is from Jamie. Hi, Matt. Second fridge. Oh, a drinks fridge. Yeah. You could have a drinks fridge in here. So the, the, that was always, to me, the richest thing on the planet. When my rich friends had drink fridges, I was like, what? 
second fridge that's mostly for drinks. It's very, it feels very like suburban. It feels very, it does feel suburban. It feels New Englandy to in a way, you know, like the pool and the drink fridge seem yeah. to be near each other always. You could get a little, like a mini fridge in here. Oh, what a dream. I'll get a mini fridge and a camping toilet. <laughs> oh. All right, what's next? Uh, this is from Jamie. My husband and I currently have a 13-month-old after suffering a stillborn loss. Since the loss, my husband has been super emotional and has cried more in the last two years than in the 10 years we were together prior to kids. Just wondering if any Los Angeles listeners know of any support groups for new dads. Thanks, Jamie. Hmm. Jamie, I did a, a tiny bit of Googling. I looked at Pump Station and at Loom, and neither of them had a dads-only group. They had moms groups, and then they had, like, parents groups. Yeah. But they didn't have any only dad groups. Um, yeah, I don't think dads have groups. I mean, they do. They're just not support groups. What are they? Lions Club, uh, VFW. Those are Freemasons. Those are support groups. <laughs> those are a hundred percent support groups. You know, uh, all the all the uh, the, the Shriners. Everyone that uh, at some point threw a parade in a town. Anyone that wears a funny hat. Yeah. Mason Lodges. I think my grandfather was a Mason. Sure. Why not? Why not? He loved a club. Yeah. I don't love a club. No, you don't like to join. I like a golf club. Hmm. No help whatsoever to this person. <laughs> um, if anyone has some suggestions for Jamie, we'd love to hear them. The The new dad support group signal has gone out. I mean, look, if it's uh, like a hiatus week and I'm not moving, you could find me at my dad's support group, uh, Imperial Vintage Guitars in Sherman Oaks. I'll be in the back with Ryan and Matt. What do you guys talk about? All kinds of things. Guitars, mostly. Sometimes weird things our kids do. So you do have a support group. I just said. <laughs> God. She doesn't listen, guys. You should talk to Ryan and Matt about how I don't listen. Yeah. Well, they know. <gasps> anyway, what's next? Wow. Um, next, we have an email from Kelly. Hi, guys. I just want to say that I personally have always struggled with this topic, but it was an old friend that pretty much cemented our, I am married, decision to rent. An old best friend of mine just moved out of the house she owned for many years. Our daughters are 13 and she and her husband owned it well before I knew her. She's a high school math teacher and her husband is a college librarian. They decided to move because they were tired of paying the ever accumulating amount of money going towards the things that had to be fixed in the house. I'm fairly certain she had to take out a loan for one thing may have been two when looking at all of the things they had to take care of. She felt it had become the never ending theme of having to pay large amounts of money to have these things fixed. She sold her house and now her husband, daughter and her are renting a three bedroom, one and a half bath townhome. And she absolutely loves it. My husband and I have been renting the same property for approximately 12 years. It's been nice not wow. having to put the money and or personal labor out when the deck needed some boards fixed and staining. We have a large 
we have a nice large full finished basement. We haven't been da- we hadn't been down there in a couple days. And apparently the hot water heater had broke and overflowed, soaking much of the entire carpet. Again, it was nice that we didn't have to worry about replacing the hot water heater or pulling up the carpet, then replacing it. Yes, like the other caller had stated, we tend to take more trips when we can. Thanks, Kelly. Two adults, one teenager, and a 76-pound chocolate lab in a 2,000-square-foot rental home in the suburbs of Philadelphia. In Jankintown? Maybe. Um, I am really enjoying everybody writing in who is pro-rental, and I would like you to continue to write in for the next at least two years. Well... Preferably, like, really pepper them in in about two years from now. Well, thanks. <laughs> Guess what? What? We have a counterpoint. Oh, no! <laughs> I've been ruined! <laughs> this is from Lauren. Hi, Dory. I'm feeling bad about how many people are shaming you for wanting to buy a home. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone is shaming Dory. Let me just devil's advocate here. Uh, yes, dear. I don't think anyone's shaming you for wanting to buy a home. I think you are. I think they're sim- simply stating you should not feel bad about not being able to purchase a home right now. Renting is, is there are positive aspects to renting. Here they are. I think they're shaming me. Okay. Okay. The reasons you want to do so are so obviously more than financial. You want a place that feels like your own. You want to make it how you'd like it. You don't want to feel like a landlord's whim might upend your life. You want to feel home. Not everything in life has to be the perfect financial decision. We all make decisions on how to allocate our budget that another person might not. Some people buy new cars, arguably dumb. Some people go on cruises every year, not what I would do. And some people buy homes, stupid move to some, perfect move to others. Obviously, there are countless things wrong with our country that can make it harder than ever for people to own homes. I hope that we can see change on this front in our lifetimes, but I don't think we should give up the dream of home ownership and succumb to renting. To do so would put us all under the thumb of wealthy people who can afford to be landlords and the wealth gap will grow wider. And then before you know it, in a few years, we're all renting from Amazon. Hmm. By the way, if I had a Prime subscription that also included a home... (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) My husband and I bought our first home in Brooklyn. It is, wait for it, two bedrooms and only 600 square feet plus a storage cage. I struggled a lot with whether it was the right financial move, but eventually decided that I wanted the amenities that come with owning a home in New York City, a new kitchen, laundry in the building, a roof deck that you never get with renting. And I just wanted to feel home. I don't know what the future holds, but for now we're happy and know we'll love living here for at least the next several years. I've stopped worrying about whether or not I will make money or just break even. We'll figure it out as we go. Love listening to the pod and best of luck to you guys in the future. Thank you. Lauren gets me. What? Do you want a roof deck? No, I want a home. Yeah, we're trying to make one for you right now. I know. we ha- this, And this is a home. But what she said about like all the non-financial reasons that oh honey believe me if there were if finance wasn't a factor we'd own a home okay like that's yeah but that's the factor <laughs> so what could possibly be preventing us from owning a home i don't know i w- i did feel good about sending you that screenshot of the zillow ad that was all these 1.26 million dollar houses in Studio City that were so tiny. Yeah. 1200 square feet. Yeah. Maybe a yard. Yeah. But probably built into a hill. Yep, and they'll slide away with Demi Lovato's house. Um no, I, look, 
I am, I'm glad we got to stay in our neighborhood. I'm glad we got a nice big house. There's a lot of benefits to what we're doing. Should we tell people what might, what we might be able to, who we might be able to dump our house onto? (laughs) I don't want to jinx it. Dumping our house onto people. That's the, that's the story of our podcast. I don't want to jinx it. And by dump, I mean just so we don't have to pay rent. Maybe I should rent it to, maybe I should get $40 from everyone and store as many Christmas trees in there as I can. And I'll be like, Christmas tree storage for the year. Call Matt Myra and I'll go to their house and I'll pick up their Christmas tree for $40. I'll store it for the entire year and hope that I can get enough in rent. I'd have to store a lot of trees, <laughs> but I can do it. Okay. Um, all right. We have one more voicemail. We never played a voicemail. But we have one more. Would you like to go to commercial? No, I'm going to play this voicemail and then we'll go to commercial. Oh, I see. Hello, Shafriras. It's Katie Shinden calling today to weigh in on the rent versus own stuff. So um, I am a homeowner. My husband and I bought our first home, first and actually second home. We're in our second home now, but we bought our first home in um, 2001. Um, We're in our 50s. And... At that time, the only way we were able to buy our first home was um, with help from my in-laws for the down payment. That was something they did for all four of their kids and um, very generous and it was, you know, wouldn't probably wouldn't have happened then without them. So there's that. Also, um, when we bought the uh, second home, I was pregnant with our science babies, twins, now teenagers, Um and so it wasn't going to be, we were going down to one income, as you mentioned today on the pod. And what we did at that time was we changed our, our um, mortgage to be interest only for a little while. So that would uh, reduce our payment um, and help us out in that uh, time that I wasn't working. And so that was something that um, just made it possible for us. Um, and... When I was growing up in Santa Monica, my parents, I think they would have liked to own a home. However, Santa Monica had rent control. This is in the 70s and 80s. And they were able to stay in the Santa Monica Malibu School District, which was separate from LA Unified. And that was a big priority for them. So I know as Henry gets older, school, school districts are important um, if, you're, if you're considering public school. And um, that was a big factor with why my parents always stayed in Santa Monica. And, you know, to be honest, they probably could have afforded to buy something, but it wouldn't have been in Santa Monica. And they were just more concerned with location than, um, you know, the investment aspect of it. And so I got to live in some really great places in Santa Monica. As a child, I got to move every couple of years, but never had to change schools, which was pretty cool. But now as a parent myself, I cannot believe how much work my parents had to do with all that moving just because they found a better, cooler house for a good rent. But anyway, um, my parents had no regrets about not owning a home. My dad is a lot like Matt and his philosophy. And um, I feel like, like I said, without the help of my in-laws, we may not have been homeowners either. And now that we are, it's lovely because we like our house and we have a good school district for the kids and stuff. But um, it's stressful, too. You know, there's stuff we need to fix right now that we just can't afford to fix. 
like nothing major, but you know, it's just a constant thing, right? So, and we are in. Oh no! That's it. We're never gonna know how We're many square feet or where. No. Uh, I think she lives. She lives in uh, Ventura County. All right, like Carpinteria. Not far from there, I think. I, I don't know. No, that's... I think Carpentry is Santa Barbara County. Oh. Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, what I do know is... It's time for a break. It's pretty cool growing up in Santa Monica. Yeah. Also, it is pretty, pretty cool, cool you had in-laws. Y- yeah? Neither of us have in-laws. What? That can pay us to buy oh. us. <laughs> uh, Carpentry is in Santa Barbara County. Oh, well. I Googled it. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Uh, All right. Well, I guess that's it for uh, right now. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, we're back in what we like to call the third act. Is this when we, like, hug and say that we still love each other? I mean, it ultimately should be the resolution of the story we're trying to tell. Yeah. Which would be... What was our conflict this this week? Rent versus own. It's our conflict every week. That's oh, what the show's about. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. Um, all right. This is from Michelle. She says, I have a lullaby suggestion for new listener Sarah. Hmm. She should check out the Rolling Stones album by Rockabye Baby, which has beautiful instrumental renditions of Stone songs. They do heaps of other great musicians, Queen, The Beatles, Dave Matthews, Springsteen, No Doubt, and so many more, even the Hamilton soundtrack. They're all up on Spotify. Sweet dreams, Michelle. I've played I've played some of these for Henry. Really? We never play music for Henry anymore. I know. We should play more music for him. Well, you're always like, he's eating. It's the only time I ever think to do it is when he's not in the playroom. You can come into the playroom and play music for him. Hmm likely story you just don't like to come into the playroom because i don't like to take my shoes off okay so i stare at him from the gate from jail that's on you you should get some house shoes house shoes no i've decided no okay that's on you every time i put a every time i take off my shoe in there he tries to eat the shoe so leave the shoe outside i know it's a difficult situation it's like fine in the morning like when i get up and don't have shoes on Mm. Um, all right. Well, Melissa, I mean, Michelle is in a thousand square feet. I think we use meters in Australia with one greyhound and a husband on the weekends. He works away. It's me too. Yeah, it's true. I have a husband on the weekends. All right. It's from Melissa. Matt and Dory, I've been a listener since the beginning. I'm so happy for you. I have two science babies, IUI babies, since IVF gave me ovarian hyperstimulation and never worked, who are now 15 and 12. We won the lottery twice, and I'm still grateful, even when they are vicious and cranky. I love your success story and wish your podcast existed when we were going through it all. I have a question about Disneyland. We live in Miami and have taken our girls to Disney World so many times. We know it and Epcot, et cetera, et cetera, like the back of our hands. The girls are pretty blase about it all. 
The magic kind of fades away after a while, I think. We are planning to spend spring break in March in Los Angeles. I'm from the West Coast and want to show the kids Southern California. I grew up going to Disneyland, but it's been 30 years since I've been there. Is it worth spending a day in Disneyland, do you think? Aside from the Matterhorn, what other attractions are there that might be new and exciting, different from Disney World? Is it worth the extra expense of going to California Adventure if we are only doing one day of theme parking, or should we stick to the original park? My girls are not terribly interested in thrill rides or big roller coasters and are beyond caring much about Disney movies or characters. <laughs> Thanks for any advice you can offer. Best, Melissa. Well, I mean, look, it's, they're going to be shocked at how tiny it is because they've only been to World. They're going to think it's dumb because it's so tiny, unless they can appreciate the historic nature of it. I mean, the Pirates of the Caribbean is much longer, way better than it is in World. So if like, that's their favorite ride, then for sure go. Haunted Mansion, I think, is being renovated right now. Um, our Space Mountain's way better. Different castle. Castle's so tiny. This, these are just things you'll say and notice. Um, but it's the original, and it's kind of cool for that reason. California Adventure recently uh, got renovated. Like They spent a billion dollars on fixing it. Um, so Pixar Pier is all done. But again, if like they have been to like Hollywood Studios and seen Toy Story Land, Pixar Pier won't be that interesting to them. You know... They might enjoy the Grizzly River Rapids ride, but it's a thrill ride, so I don't know if they want to get wet. <laughs> uh, you seem to be coming down on the side of no. Well, it's just because they've been to Disney World. I just worry if they're bored with Disney World, going to Disneyland won't be at all. I was like, when I first went to Disneyland, I was like, this, this, this is tiny. But it, ultimately, I think it's 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 not better. It's just... I mean, in a lot of ways, I prefer it to Disney World because it's tiny. Yeah. Like, it's... Disney World is so overwhelming. Um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's great if you have time. Who has time? I don't know. <sighs> California Avenger. Is it worth it? The extra, I don't know. I mean, are they... They're so bored by Disney. Maybe Disney World isn't something they want to do. I would ask them, honestly. I'd be like, how would you guys feel about going to the original Disney, Disneyland in California? We could spend a day there. What's it like? Well, it's like the Magic Kingdom, but smaller and original. And then let them tell you. If they have any interest in the historical nature of it, then yes. All right. Good advice. Because I do. But that's just me. That is just you. All right. This last email is from Gabby. I just wanted to say I love you guys and I shriek with joy every single time you play my voicemails. Also, I will call in every episode and say water over and over again. <laughs> if Matt, please, pretty please, reads an email in a Boston accent again. I laughed so, so hard when he did that in one of the super early episodes. Also, my bestie just moved from Brookline to Natick, and it makes me feel like part of the Mass Club. Seriously, love you guys. Sure. Gabby from Philadelphia. Uh, we were I, we had Arden Marie on Goldberg's last week. She was shooting us thing, and then she's from Rhode Island, and we just... Rhodey. We just would not shut up between takes, just talking about everybody's mother. <laughs> and if they had been to Market Basket recently. You saw the Chris Evans 
commercial, right? No. Oh. What is it? It's a it's a commercial for Chris Evans. No, it's a Hyundai commercial. Because I'm buying. Um, I mean, yes, you will be buying. I'm gonna play it for you. Oh, look at this guy. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? He's not getting that car in there. No, sir. Stretch. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? <laughs> Wicked car. Is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there. Chris, stop being a smarty pants. All right? Look who's got Smart Pack. Smart Pack? Just hit the clicker. Car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked smart. And I can pack it anywhere. How about Dorchester? Packed it. Foxborough. Packed it. The Garden? Packed it. Saugus? Packed it. Swampscott? Revere? The Harbor? Are you kidding me? I packed it and then unpacked it. You unpacked it? Kid. Game changer. That Sonata ain't got no driver. That's all right. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, they can pack there. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, whoa, whoa. It's Big Poppy. Wicked smart. This is a ghost car. A better way to park. <laughs> Only available on the all-new Sonata with remote smart parking assist. Sorry about that, your bigness. Did you guys know he lived there? I had no idea. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> Krasinski, Evans, Dratch, <laughs> Big Poppy. All the all size. A guy that looked like Lenny Clark, but I don't know if it was Lenny Clark. <laughs> that, was, that was a lovely commercial. That was going around the uh, Super Bowl. Didn't see the Super Bowl. We were moving. Yeah. Didn't see a second of the Super Bowl. No. But people were talking about it on Twitter. Mm. Um, I know Rachel's from back east. I didn't know. I, I sort of knew Chris Evans was from the east he's coast. From, he's from Andover. Yeah. And Krasinski's from Newton. Yeah. Rachel Dratch, I think, is from like Burlington or something. Nope. I, thought, I think that's Polar's where Amy Poehler's from, from. Burlington. Maybe Rachel Dratch is from Burlington, Vermont. She's from Lexington. There you go. Concord and Lexington. Um, that's a, it was a delightful commercial. Thank you. I thought you would enjoy that. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was very cute. Where's Krasinski? Oh, we grew up in Sudbury. Sudbury. Captain America's from Sudbury. He went to Lincoln Sudbury Regional High School. Lincoln Sudbury High School. How old is he? We played them in sports. Uh, he's got to be like he's, four years older than me. He's two years older than you. Oh, no. He's 38. He's in much better shape. He's Captain America. <laughs> Wait, his uncle is Mike Capuano? Yeah, you know his uncle's fucking Mike Capuano, kid? No, I didn't know his uncle's Mike Capuano. <laughs> Mike Capuano's been Chris Evans' uncle for like, for like uh, for forever. You know that I... For like we, 38 years. You know, we live next door to Mike Capuano in Somerville. Oh, well, Mike Capuano was Chris Evans' uncle. I can't believe you fucking didn't know that. Back when he was first running for Congress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congressional appeal, what? <laughs> Talk about Congress. Cool. Um, oh no, I think maybe he was running for mayor of Somerville when, when we were when we were when we lived next door to him. Mayor of Somerville. Yes, he. Okay, he lost two mayor elections in 1979 and 1981. So that was when we lived next door to him because in 1982 we moved to Brookline. Oh, sure. Yeah, you moved on up, huh? Oh, yeah. Went over to Brookline. Brookline. That's where the fancies are from. Your John Hodgman's and your Conan O'Brien's. Your Mike Dukakis's. And your Mike Dukakis's and your John F. Kennedy's. <laughs> um, 
Gabby, did that scratch your itch? Uh, who else is from Brooklyn? Let me think in my head right now. Oh, um, Mike Wallace was from Brooklyn. Sure, Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who else is from Brooklyn? Where's Steve Alan, Carell? Steve Carell's Mansfield? Where's Steve Carell from? I feel like he's out there. Alan uh, Rations is from... That sounds like a made-up name. It's not you say his name. Steve Carell is 57? I'll say. I would not have guessed that. What would you have guessed? I would have guessed 50. Wow. He's from Concord. Concord, that's right. Oh, no, he, well, he was no. born in Concord and he was raised in Acton. There you go. Acton Boxborough High School did a drama, con, drama, drama, drama club Contest. over there. We did a whole thing over there. Oh, he went to private school. He Where did he go? Lawrence Academy? He Phillips went to Exeter? Middlesex. Middlesex. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a white collar son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, that's the podcast. I hope you enjoyed some of it. If you did, let us know. Um, well, we got to shout out our Patreon supporters. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where that list went. Where did it go? You lost it. There it is. All right, everybody. We owe you three this month. If you uh, are a $10 subscriber, be on the be on the inbox lookout for that. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Adventure helps us keep this podcast afloat. And by afloat, I mean uh, slightly below the surface of the water. Uh, thanks to the following folks. Aaron Turley. Evelyn Schmevelin. Fallon. Frederick Rois. Greta Truitt. Hannah Crowder. Helen R.B. Waddle, Jackie G. Jane Callahan. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Steele. Jess Branch. Jesse Hendricks. Kane McCall. Caitlin Pusey. Catherine Lene. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Hamer. Katie Regan. Uh, Katie Tavy. Kelly Zimmerman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestra. Kimberly Shepard. Christopher Fonagy. Laura Dodge. Laura Madge. Laura Rosenblum. Lauren. Lauren Gleason, the Donkey of Prey. Leslie Shoup. Lex. Haven't heard from you in a while, Conan. <laughs> Liesel. Linnea Thunsel. Maggie Fleming. Martin Hedigan Peterson. Wait, you can't suddenly start talking <laughs> in a Boston accent. He just had so many. He just had three hours. Martin Hedigan Peterson. <laughs> Maude Tremblay. Uh, Mackenzie Erickson. Magana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Michelle Isom. Michelle Kitz Miller. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly Schranz. Mariah C. Adamic. Mr. Bundy. Nancy Powell. Nikki Bossett. Nikki Maraca. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. And by we'll see you, we mean you'll hear us. Bye. Bye.